bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! Welcome in on a Swoop Saturday edition of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Olson, and before we get to our show today, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can follow us um, at the Hive Sports uh, on those big three social media platforms, and make sure to also down subscribe or follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Google or Spotify, or especially Apple Podcasts. That's a big one that a lot of you are on. If you have an Apple device, make sure to subscribe there and give us a five-star rating and review. We we love to hear more feedback on how we can improve, and also we want to know what's working, um, especially for this Swoop Saturday podcast. It's the longest-standing podcast we've had since kind of we started jumping into podcasts. We started... Um, with the hivesports.com and by the way you can go there and and if you like the written version of sports news then definitely go there and, and read up on on the Utes we have some good Pac-12 South and North previews and predictions um, looking to get more content up there as we get closer and closer to the start of the 2021 college football season and that's kind of where I wanted to talk about the show today. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it, and also I want to announce, I think, not 100% sure, but Zach Rieger, the the guy who's usually the host of this podcast, will be coming back. Um, he's had been busy with some work stuff, but um, so I've been, I've been just trying to hold down the fort here. Um, I mean, some of you guys know I am, I am an Aggie fan, but I'm getting more into all of the sports in the Beehive State, just Having been writing about all, all of them, um, the Utes, Cougars, like I love it when all the teams do good because when they do good, then this podcast and and the articles do good. So, so let's hope that we see a special season um, for the Utah Utes. Um, so, so this podcast, I was thinking of stuff to talk about. You know, it's the off season, and Zach Rieger um, wanted to do a week by week preview. Of, of some of the games, and I didn't want to step on on his toes there. Um, I'm kind of doing my own weekly preview. If if you want to listen about the Aggies, I'm I'm talking every week about a different opponent. Um, I just finished talking about the North Dakota this week game, and that some of you guys remember beating North Dakota, and hopefully that the Dairy Utes follow suit there. But um, and then the week before, yeah, I talked about the opener versus Wazoo, so. Um, it's interesting, Wazoo's actually playing all three FBS teams this year, so, so it'll be interesting to get an early look, some of y'all, um, that first week, when you beat Weber State, I'm guessing, um, then you'll be able to um, get an early sneak peek about how good Wazoo is. If they lose to my Aggies, I think you guys should be confident, because you have a pretty good team m- most most years, um, so, so yeah. Um, I just kind of wanted to do a little rankings because I mean I love ranking things about some of the home games that that looked intriguing to me, 
And to be honest, I need y'all to, to tell me um, the, the best ones to go to, uh, maybe the best bang for my buck too, because um, if I'm gonna go, I wanna ha have a good deal, but I actually haven't been to a game at the University of Utah um, Stadium since <laughs> I was in high school and my Logan High Grizzlies played there against Pineview at State. Um, it was two future BYU quarterbacks actually going at it, Riley Nelson and um, Lark was his last name. Was it James Lark? But 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 anyways, it was it, it it was fun. I remember it being a big stadium and being really awesome to see uh, my Logan High Grizzlies pull it off. But I'd, I'd love to see what the Utes can do. I mean, I've I've seen you guys play, but um, it was at Vivint Arena when they had the Beehive Classic. Um, didn't go so well for for you guys against it was the game that Yoli posterized um, a Ute defender, but but anyways, let's talk about the Utes and kind of my my rankings of the home games this year. Um, as I'm yeah, I think it'd be cool to to go to one if there's one that works out. Um, so the home games are Oregon, UCLA, Arizona State, Colorado, Weber State, and Wazoo. So, um, the first one that jumped out to me, and I don't know if I'll be able to go to this game, but if I could somehow swing tickets, it would be cool, is, is Oregon. Oregon is the cream of the crop in the Pac-12. Um, if the Utes can run the table and beat some of the other teams that, let's be honest, m most of the other teams in the Pac-12 don't, haven't seemed to be on the same level as Oregon the past couple years. Um, for a while, Washington was dominating the Pac-12 North, but... But now it's Oregon. I mean, with Justin Herbert, and, and I mean, they're the only Pac-12 team in the college football playoff era to make the championship. And by the way, I might do a little segment <laughs> near the end on like Mountain West versus Pac-12 because um, some of my friends on Twitter um, and this new podcast is called like the No Truck Stops podcast. I think um, if you follow like Avery, Abe, and Mike Conley's and Equity Bruin are good. <laughs> fan from the UCLA, we were, we were just having some conversation where <laughs> last night they were, this USU social media was saying like, oh, the Aggies have the best recruiting class in the Mountain West, it's, it, is that good? And of course some of the Ute fans, um, you guys responded and were like, uh, that's good enough for 10th or 11th in the Pac-12, and so and so I, I'll admit that the Pac-12 is better than the Mountain West, but I was kind of just arguing that, hey, like we'd... Um, be better than a middle of the pack. Like, like I feel like the best Mountain West schools are able to compete with the middle of the Pac-12. Maybe not so much the best team in the Pac-12 because, I mean, let's be honest, they're sending, like, Oregon or Utah or some of those top teams are sending players to the NFL more often and they just um, are getting the higher, higher level recruits. Just They're in a better conference. That's why they call them a Power 5 conference. But, um, but we'll, maybe at the end we'll talk about that. Don't want to ruffle too many feathers there, um, but yeah, at least we can come to some common ground there, maybe. Um, but but yeah, back to the schedule. So Oregon, if any of you guys can swing tickets or know how I can get a good deal on tickets, let me know because I think that's the week before Thanksgiving. Um, as far as the the other teams go, I think yeah, we'll be. We'll be hosting Wyoming that week, but Logan, it might be kind of cold. 
I'd, I think it'd be just really cool to see Oregon and, and Utah, just two good teams. And who knows, because, I mean, if, if I want to cheer for you guys in a game that you're going to win, I don't know if Oregon's a team that – it might be one of the teams that you're not favored to beat. Um, so that brings me to the next one. Um, UCLA on the night before Halloween. That looks like a fun one. My mom actually grew up in Huntington Beach, and so she grew up cheering for UCLA. So I think you guys can beat them. Their Chip Kelly is not as good as he was in Oregon, but but then at the same time, um, UCLA. It's it's hard because I'm, I might want to cheer for UCLA a bit, <laughs> having going up, up there. I mean, kind of being. Uh, I, I'll be honest, like I'm first and foremost an Aggie fan, and then when it comes to BYU versus Utah, I don't care too much. I was born in Provo, so sometimes I'm like, that's cool, but um, but, but yeah, when it comes to this game, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Utes will win, so if you guys want to convince me to, to wear a Ute red just for a game, if the Utes are having a good season and have a chance to run to the table, it'll definitely help this podcast and website if if they beat UCLA, so that that's that's fine with me. Um, the one team in the Pac-12 that I am a big fan of, but more so basketball, is is the Arizona Wildcats. But I think you guys, when you go, um, I, I think it's a road game. So when you go to Tucson, I'm expecting you'll probably beat them in, in football, and you even beat them in basketball last year. Their their basketball um, with their coach getting fired and some of the scandals um, that might be in jeopardy too. But we'll have to see. So the third best game, this is a team I can definitely cheer, cheer against that, that you're playing, is Arizona State Sun Devils. Like, like I said, I'm a Wildcats fan. Um, my dad having gone, gotten a PhD there, and I, I lived there for as a toddler for a bit, have vague memories of that. But we don't like the Sun Devils in, in my family. I, don't, I wouldn't say they're my most hated rival. I think if, if you get up there, like I'm also a Ohio State fan, so Michigan... Maybe sometimes BYU. I mean, BYU is just everybody's rival, so so they're fun to to dislike sometimes. But um, I mean, I like I like covering the Cougars. I'll be honest um, as well. I know that might ruffle some feathers here, but um, so Arizona State. Let's look at that game. It is on the sixteenth of of October. So so maybe that might be a fun one to to see. I'm still not sure how much of these games would be televised. It'd be nice to find a game. Like, if it's on the Pac-12 network, I'll be honest, I don't know how I'm going to access it. Um, I'll have to... I'm, I'm really a little bit nervous when I when I go to... I'm going to Vegas, so my in-laws are BYU fans, so we're going to the BYU versus um, Arizona game in Vegas. But my Aggies play on the Pac-12 network at Wazoo that night, and so... I'm going to have to, I feel like the only way I'm going to be able to see it is if either the hotel has it or if I can hit up a sports book. The sports books show all of them, so, um, but but our game starts at 7.30, so I'm hoping afterwards I can catch the second half at a sports book, or worst case, I might just have to beg one of you guys to <laughs> give me your login or something, or, or just, because or, I don't want to have to just like look at it on the, on the ESPN app or whatever, just the score, just that would make me too nervous, like, <laughs> would like to watch that, but anyways, um, but yeah, if, if there's a game that's on the Pac-12 network, it might be, that might be a good one for me to go watch in the stadium, so yeah, definitely let me know, um, that seems like it would be, it's the week after at USC, so I think the Utes would be hungry for a win, 
maybe maybe they can win that. Um, we'll have to you'll have to listen to some of the future Zach Rieger podcasts as he breaks down some of these games. Um, so th- my next one is Colorado. Colorado is to end the season. You know, rivalry week. The I feel like the conference is trying to make Colorado the rivalry, like kind of the border rivalry, the Rumble and the Rockies. So so they're trying to make that like the rival rivalry on rivalry weekends um used to be you know back in the mountain west days i feel like in rivalry weekends um byu and utah would play often near the end of the year and sometimes in the beginning of the year it, it changes but um so that's a good one i think that's one the utes can definitely win like they they won last year in colorado pretty snowy game um and then my fifth place one is versus weber state um, like I said, I'll be gone. Oh, it is a Thursday, so um, I don't know if I'll I'd be able to swing. I work at swing shifts, so sometimes it might it might might be hard for me to hit hit that one up. But I bet it's a little bit cheaper than the other ones. Being you know Weber State, it is a um, rivalry game. A little, I mean, it's in state. I mean, Utah's gonna win by a lot, but um, it'd be nice to see a little sea of purple there. At, at the game because Weber State has much improved and Utah beat them a couple years ago pretty pretty handily um, but but they're but they're a, a up and coming team in the Big Sky they they had a good year this year they went undefeated in the Big Sky but didn't do as well like they I don't think they were a complete team they were good defensively but couldn't really score and that's just something I've noticed even in some of their losses against. Mountain West schools, like they held Mountain West schools very to very low scoring, but just couldn't put points on the board themselves. So, be interesting to see what Jay Hill and his staff can do in that one. Um, so I have that one just because it's an in-state and it just seems like a fun game. It was my fifth fifth place game, and then last last place for some reason was Wazoo. Um, for some reason, that one doesn't intrigue me as much. Now, if if I had the chance to <laughs> To swing some tickets to go out Pullman, that would be great. But you know, I will admit that like going with my in-laws won't be be won't be too bad because I mean, Vegas is a little bit more fun of a destination than 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 Wazoo. Um, when I went a couple years ago, I went with them to BYU versus Arizona and Tucson, and I'll admit like Tucson wasn't maybe as impressive to me as it was um, as a two-year-old. There's some stuff, but it is kind of more secluded. We did. I did go to Phoenix this, just in the spring and got to see a jazz game there. And Phoenix is a little more. There's more stuff to do. It actually there was a little bit of rain and it kind of flooded a, down a couple of streets. We were like, oh man, we're in like six inches of water. So crazy. But um, so those are your um, home games. So so it goes like home and then away, away. Oh, and then at San Diego State. Like I'll tell you, I'm I'm going to San Diego twice this year. Um, once with my wife and then once with our my wife and our, our in-laws so so that would be a fun that would be a fun game um if we weren't already going twice it'd be fun to go my wife's birthday weekend is actually that weekend it'd be fun to somehow catch Utah at San Diego State that's when I could root for you for for because even though San Diego State's in the Mountain West I just don't think they're very classy or represent our represent the conference very well so I think um I think I might cheer cheer for Utah in that game so it goes yeah you get the home game versus Weber I think you'll win that one and then 
Um, BYU, I think, will probably be more of a test than San Diego State. But you, if you run the table and the three mount, you get three non-conference to start, and then you go home, then away, then home, then away. <laughs> so Washington State, Utah, or USC, Arizona State, Oregon State. So you're just not really making a stop at home until the last two games are at home. But so then you go home, away, home, away. Um, at Oregon State, yeah, and then home, <laughs> Utah, and then Stanford away. So um, it almost seems like it might make more sense just to stay in California, but that's just, um, you'll be in, in, so UCLA is in Southern California, and then Stanford's in Northern, so you'll get UCLA at home, then you go Northern to Stanford, then you go at Arizona, and then, and then you, you get Oregon and Colorado at home. So so it doesn't look like a bad schedule. I think that, let's see, in the, in the north, I think getting Oregon State and Washington State, two of the weaker teams in the north, um, that's nice. And then, I mean, you, you get your... Um, so Oregon will be the only table test from the north. So I think that's a good chance to run the table because I think everybody else is beatable. I think USC and Oregon are probably your toughest games. I mean, Arizona State, they always say... I mean, Herm Edwards... I think he's doing a good job there. I think the youth could still win that, though. They they, they get Arizona State at home. Um, I, I worry always about the Friday games. So that Friday game at Stanford. Um, I think you'll beat Colorado, though, regardless, on Black Friday. So, so that's a little bit what I want to talk about there. Um, so, yeah, let's bring up the Mountain West for just a second. So um, just some fun stats I was looking up. Um, all time, the Pac-12 is 114-58 and 58 against Mountain West since 1999. They actually didn't start off too hot. They started off 1-4 in 1999 when they were the Pac-10. Um, some of those games were... Um, so the lone win that the Mountain West got was USC over San Diego State. But Air Force beat Washington. BYU beat Washington. <laughs> so Washington wasn't very good back then, I guess. And then Utah beat Washington State. So, um, but then since then they've had their number. I, I one thing I was pointing out that kind of um, stirred this conversation when when they were saying, oh, that that Mount Best Mountain West school is the worst um, Pac-12 school um, is the the Pac-12 actually went 500 against the Mountain West in 2019, and the argument is like, well, like we. Playing the Pac-12 schedule is, is a lot harder than um, be playing the Super Bowl against a, a Pac-12 team, and and I, and I get that, but um, it is still cool to see. So, so so the Mountain West. I mean, you guys were in the Mountain West once, and so it's like the tables are turned, and and then and then then yeah, I I get it. You're in a Power Five conference, but um, the the Mountain West. I think that they're they're. Um, Better that they aren't they aren't the best G five conference. I think that's the American, but I think the Mountain West is better than like the Sun Belt or a Conference USA. Um, some of those other ones, they're definitely better than the MAC. I, I feel like I mean it's hard to say that because because um, some of those schools back in Ohio where I'm from like have done have done a number on my my Aggies. You know the Kent State and and Akron both beat beat us. I feel like in odd years we just are our bowl games end up oddly like like you look at 15 17 and 19 and two of those games we lost to the max schools and then 
when we lost to um, New Mexico State Aggies, which was insane. But, but anyways, um, the Aggies haven't really beat a lot of Pac-12 teams, maybe more so Pac-10, but the Utes, your 2012 team, we beat in overtime in, Salt, in, in Logan and wasn't your best game. So, so I, I will give you guys that. Like, it's not my Aggies doing a lot of the damage, but like, um, the teams that are losing is, yeah, Washington State lost to Air Force in the Cheez-It Bowl. In 2019, um, Col Col Air Force beat Colorado. Um, Air Force is a pretty good team. Colorado's not. So, um, San Diego State beat UCLA. That that was a, a good one for surprise. Hawaii beat Oregon State. So, so like some of our better, I mean, so, so like San Diego State and Hawaii um, were some of our better teams in the conference. I feel like so. And then when you get some of those other teams that I mentioned that are are not as good then that makes sense why they're losing to the Mountain West. So, like, Hawaii playing Arizona. Like, if I, um, I'm the Aggies, I, I would rather schedule more of those not-as-good <laughs> um, Pac-12 schools. Like, for some reason, we scheduled a, a two-for-one for Oregon in the latter half of this decade, I think 27 through 29. So, it'll be awesome. We'll get Oregon in our house. The last time we had a Pac-12 school in our house was, yeah, the youth in 2012. We were... Supposed to have Wazoo at our house last year, but COVID kind of ruined that. And it would have been awesome to see um, Washington State, like a, a, a Power 5 team in our house. But um, have to wait about another six years. Um, hopefully that game gets played with Oregon. But um, yeah, over all time, I think even all, all Pac-12 schools have a winning record um, against the Mountain West. Some of them aren't um, as impressive like Washington is eight and seven against the Mountain West so the Aggies could push them to 500 this year if they they get the upset um there's um Arizona State is seven and five that surprised me I guess they had some down years Arizona is actually 14 and seven so the Wildcats are representing Cal is only nine and eight um Utah is seven and oh so props to you guys since you left the Mountain West you're not about to lose to um Mountain West schools because actually the year we beat you guys we were in the whack which yeah it's a little worse to that was a tough year you guys went five and seven um, but we were the whack champions so so don't take it too hard <laughs> there but um, so I guess my whole whole reason for uh, bringing this up is just just kind of I think it's just kind of fun to do um, I looking at uh, at it, it's 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 just kind of fun to to talk about. Um, so, so yeah, we'll we'll have to talk about that. Maybe I'll have to to debate this with Zach Rieger. Um, but I think like a team like Boise Boise State um, has 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 done pretty well against the 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 Pac-12. Um, but just against those top teams, then I'm not quite sure that we we can compete but I, I i don't know i think that's a fair argument you you can let me know it, it um it, i mean it's not like we're talking like because one thing i will say that i thought was outrageous is um jim moore i think the old ucla coach they had just recently interviewed him and byu you casey lundquist he does a great job um but jim moore for some reason he was kissing <laughs> um byu's you know what <laughs> because he was just saying, I think BYU can not only 
compete in the Pac-12. I could think they could win the Pac-12, and I'm thinking like, what? Like, like um, BYU, I think that, that they they could be in the middle of the pack. Like, I think they they could win the Mountain West. Yeah, they could. Not saying every year they will, but um, last year, 2020 BYU team, they beat the brakes off Boise State. I think they would have done the same to San Jose State. Um, but the Pac-12, like Oregon, like Utah, like they haven't beat Utah in, in how long? Like, I think that they got a good thing going and they got a big stadium and good following. But um, so, so I, I like that's something I thought was kind of outrageous. Like, I, I think that... Um, that that BYU is, is in the same boat as as the Mount, Mountain West like they're they maybe be like a, a top Mountain West team but like I'm saying Mount top Mountain West team is like middle of the pack Pac 12 team like over over a 12 game schedule so I think BYU does well in in the Power Five teams they do play like they don't win all of them because they schedule like seven of them and so you see that like when you schedule seven Power Five teams you you lose some games like. They've gone seven and six, like without, not including the Zach Wilson year, because um, then they get beat up and then they lose to G five teams. So it's like, yeah, if if you're playing eight, Pac twelve teams, then yeah, some of them might might be easier, but then there's some tough ones in there. I don't I don't think BYU would, quite win the Pac twelve, but then again, Utah hasn't won, a, conference championship yet. They they're Mountain Division champions, so I think. BYU could, let's say you replace like Colorado with BYU in the Pac-12. I think BYU could compete, but then when they get to playing Utah, I think more years than not, I think Utah had, will have the upper hand. If, if the BYU was in the Pac-12, though, um, if they were in the conference, I think they'd get a couple more better recruits because you're seeing some of the good LDS kids that they usually recruit. Like Some of them go to Washington, but... But then you're seeing like uh, Puka Nakua is coming back, so so maybe if you can get some of those guys, if you're if you're in the Pac-12, you can get them right from the beginning instead of have them um, venture off um, and then trickle on back. I mean, I know Samson Nakua is reuniting with his brother. They're both playing for BYU, which is kind of um, where I think the Nakua name with Kai Nakua, you know, they, it kind of belongs in BYU there. But um, but anyways. I guess what I am trying to say is I think a, a school like a, Mount, a, a Mountain West champion or, or BYU would be like middle of the pack, but like let's not say that they're as bad as like Arizona or Washington State because the worst of the Pac-12 um, is, pretty, is pretty bad. So I, I, I put us in the middle of the pack. Like what's a middle of the pack team? Like um, I feel like Arizona State often is middle of the pack, like Cal or... or or I don't know. It just depends on the year, but I think that that's where I'd put put the top of the Mountain West. Now, middle of the Mountain West and bottom of the Mountain West, I think, are usually not <laughs> that good of teams. Like when my Aggies were pretty bad last year, like I don't think they would have competed with any um, Pac-12 school. But but that's about it for the podcast. Hope you enjoyed my um, rambling <laughs> there at the end about Mountain West and Pac-12 and. And the home games. Let me know. Email me at thehivesports at gmail.com. Let me know the best way to get tickets and, and what game you think I should go to. Um, and hey, if I go to a game, maybe I, I will I'll put some Ute Red on. I will say my favorite color is blue, which is maybe why I gravitated towards the Aggies. But 
but I think red it, red has its place. So um, go Utes. Um, keep having um, surviving the off season. Um, just about eleven. What was it? Eleven weeks till till college football starts. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.